the Rad accidentally giggled at the end no when you said listen to the new i think i might i might, I might. oh it's okay okay honestly it this sounds- i didn't notice it and if okay. it's in there i'll just maybe i'll just add a music bed behind it i don't know okay i'm not too worried about it okay do you want to do it again no no, with no the no. new line no i think we but like let's just shoo, we did it we got there <laughs> we got to the finish line all right cool <coughs> sorry all right. Do you I, remember what was on your list? I, I got you, it. I, oh, I got you it found right it. Here. Okay. Yeah. So uh, just that I finally made it to 100 days sober. Mm-hmm. I've been, I talked to my psychiatrist and I got on a maintenance uh, dose of my medication. And I've been doing that for the last two weeks and I feel way more, uh, like, I'm not taking a nap every day anymore. Oh, that's good. I don't feel so sluggish, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, trying to cut back on the naps myself. Yeah. I mean, some are there, you know, necessary. And on the, I, anyway. So then I also talked to my trainer about making an adult star chart. So I wanted to talk about that. Like, in a, um, you know how kids have chore charts? Mm-hmm. So that, um, there's a specific reason why I need to do that. And then... Um, so, like, when you do your chores, then you put a star, basically, type of well, thing? Well, it's like... You can dive deeper into it yeah. when we talk about it, but is that kind of the idea? Yeah, but okay. not for chores, for life stuff. Okay, okay, cool. And then um, I am going through the purging process again and just how much better that makes me feel. Okay, cool. Oh, fuck. Awesome. Okay. Maybe I'll start with this never have I ever and use that to segue into the thing that I posted this morning. I've now that I'm seeing this thing bloom, like at first I was like, well, okay, this is just a thing, you Mm -hmm. know, just a thing to have on the social media. But now that it's helping us connect more with the audience and on, and I, I thought, okay, yeah, connect. Yeah, we can be friends. We can gather numbers of people for the group. But now it's like it's actually connecting. And it's, yeah, it's it's, it's like I when when I in other groups that I had been in before when I was really depressed, sometimes that was like the best place that I could go to get unbiased, uh, unbiased like advice mm-hmm. because they don't know me. Mm-hmm. And it really was it was very helpful. It felt like. I mean, it felt like the only place that I could go to say, hey, I'm feeling suicidal. You right, know? right. Because I don't want to necessarily say that to my family. It will freak them the fuck out. But it's honest feelings that I was having at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was able to go to that group and everybody's like, hey, I've been there before, you know, and it was really it was really good. So I think that this will be a really positive thing for our so far it is and welcome to another episode of the rad podcast i'm producer brandon i'm producer amanda and you're listening to the rad podcast and we uh we have a lot of stuff to go over today because i don't know if you just started eavesdropping in on our conversation but uh we started this little facebook group called uh the rad podcast makes it easy right yeah it's kind of a party of association or whatever um 
So just search it on Facebook, and it'll pop up under the groups heading, and you ask to join if you haven't already. I don't know what you're waiting for. It's been there for like two weeks. Yeah. Come on, people. And and I noticed, so you brought up last week that um, people can, like, friend, uh, they can invite other people. Of their own friends. Of right. their own friends. And I, I thought we still had to go ahead and approve them, but we don't. Once a, once a member of the group asks one of their friends to join... The friend is joined. Whoa. Should we change that? Is that something that we can change? Or should we trust the prod heads that we actually accept into the group that they are good enough judges of character that they can invite them into this group? I think that there are prod prod heads. We're trusting them. I mean, we're I mean that that group is a, a circle of trust already. Okay. So if they're inviting somebody, it must be because they trust them and they're their friends. Now, we, I will make sure that I'm on top of if somebody starts being a dickhead, mm-hmm. then you're out. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. You're the policeman. You're the you're the head chief of the of the police of the prod squad, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna count on you to be be the martyr of you know mar- the arbiter of of all of that. Yeah, so I, I trust. And you. I rule with an iron fist. <clears throat> God damn it! And she loves to fist. <laughs> From what I hear. That is not true. You would do it though, right? Would you fist a I've girl? Tr- uh, yes, I huh. would. Um, <laughs> I I have never. Okay. I totally would. I have tried to be fisted. It did not work out. It's tough. Yeah. You gotta you gotta be limber. You gotta have been worked out quite a bit. You gotta work up to it, of course. But you also gotta do that trick where you make a cone out of your fingers first. You don't just go straight so for the fist. you have to, like, do the training, fisting yeah, training. Yeah, you just, you know, make that cone where you put all your fingertips together, and then you ease it in, almost like you're stuffing something with the, into a, the cavity of a turkey. Yeah. Very similar. I have, um, my friend gave me these DVDs that are, uh, oh, what the fuck is the place thing, thing called? It is called. Oh, now I can't Porn remember. on DVD? Yeah, but it's, uh, it is really actual lesbians fucking each other. You told me about this. Yeah. Wasn't it a special on HBO too? Wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. No? Okay. But I have the DVDs, and now I cannot remember the name of the place. Oh, uh, Crash Pads. Okay. Uh, and I watched them fist each other on there, and so this it is looks like interesting. This is real amateur porn on this Crash Pads yes. thing. Yeah. And they so is it obviously is it like a porn set or is this like in no. people's bedrooms? No, they go. It's like um, <laughs> it's like uber porn like you go not uh, like uh you know you just go to somebody's house that says hey we can we can uh film our porn here today sounds like a random hookup type of thing um or a couple says crash pad come over to our house and film us having sex. yeah i don't know how they vet the people and all that stuff you gotta do something there's online. some sort of something that goes yeah. on yeah i have no idea but i like sounds... watching it it's just in their apartment so so it's like real people's bedrooms but it's like better equipment that they're filming it with that sounds awesome yeah it is pretty awesome and there's yeah. um there's all kinds of different people you know it's not just like a stereotypical one look or whatever there's also um trans individuals and all that stuff it's really interesting i like it have you ever seen anybody that you know on crash pad are you um, ever worried that you're going to see somebody you know in porn sometimes i am but uh there is 
a friend of a friend on one. That, let's just say that. I don't know them personally. Though. Okay. So that's all. Interesting. Did you watch it? Uh, No. You I, just know it's out there. I know it's out there. Um, I, I don't believe there. I don't think it's on the DVDs that I have because uh, to be honest with you, I haven't watched the DVDs. My friend gave me her login to the site one night. And uh, so I logged in and looked all over the place, but I couldn't find that particular person. I was going to say, who gets porn on DVDs anymore? Yeah, well, I think when you sign up for the membership, they give you the DVDs oh, or something like okay. that. So my friend sent me two of the DVDs and like three books about lesbian stuff. I can't remember the last time I watched porn on DVD. I know. I, I can't think... remember the last time I watched a DVD, period. <laughs> well... <laughs> that's a good point yeah that's a really good point i do have um the padawan has a set that i bought when he was a baby of um the old school garfield um, specials so there's like the christmas special the garfield goes to hawaii special or vacation um but he does go to hawaii um spoiler and... alert <laughs> <laughs> yeah 80s garfield <laughs> And uh, and the Halloween one. And those are three specials that I watched when I was a kid every year. And so that those particular thing is that's in the DVD, but it never leaves. Yeah, like the Christmas claymation, like Rudolph. The Raisins, the, the, the California Raisins. Those two. Yeah. All, I think I think specific things like that you got to have on DVD because I, I don't know if you can find them online anymore, but yeah. they're like, they're like treasure keepsakes, you know? Yeah. I know people watch a lot of shit on YouTube. Like there's even YouTube shows and stuff. And I know that's a thing. And I know I need to get with the times because all my friends are like, oh yeah, Trixie Mattel, who was like a um, drag queen, mm -hmm. she has a YouTube channel show or, or I don't know, somebody like somebody that like has a YouTube show and I'm like, what? YouTube has shows. Yeah, they have a whole now network called mm -hmm. YouTube Red. So they like produce movies like and Red and Tube. Not like Red Tube, <laughs> but it is you it is you know, it is coincidentally called YouTube Red. Yeah. Um, but there isn't any pornography on there, unfortunately. Uh but the um that's why Red Tube exists, so you can go there. Mm -hmm. Um But yeah, they're that they're, they're gonna do the new uh like <laughs> The Karate Kid, like, spinoff yeah, uh -huh. uh, called Cobra Kai. Yeah, right. And uh, Danny's... And they're old. Yeah, they're <laughs> old. And so the guy from uh, the Cobra Kai start, is still training at that gym. And then uh, Ralph Macchio comes out, and he's like, I'm going to start a dojo right across the street, and we're going to compete. And so <laughs> it's like, battle. yeah, bringing it all back. But, yeah, they have, they have like, I, I think it's just that next phase, because there's so many streaming households, you know? Mm -hmm. So Netflix is... Now the new normal TV and mm -hmm. everybody's ditching their cable boxes. So now it's so easy just to go to YouTube. Yeah. I'm guilty of this. I watch instead of going to HBO, I'll go to YouTube to watch the last week, uh, last week tonight with um, John, Oliver. John Oliver. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> That's how I watch it every week because it's just easier to pop it up right there. Yeah. Uh, but the the having the like the. The raw material, the disc, the thing you can <laughs> see, touch, and smell, and feel, and um, touch and feel are the same thing. That's okay. I know what you mean. Um, like those classic DVDs, you gotta yeah. have them. Yeah, well, there's um, the, and there's sometimes like collector editions. One thing I would like to buy, and probably I'll I'll end up getting it for myself, um, is the Stranger Things DVD set, and it comes in a 
it's supposed to look like an old VHS type. Yeah, I, that's something you want to have. It's yeah. like a keepsake, but it's also something you would actually pull out and watch. Like the Breaking Bad uh, special edition thing comes in a tub or a a, a barrel because that's what they decompose the bodies yeah, in yeah. in the show. Oh, Spoiler such a great alert. Show. Such yeah. a great show. But all the DVDs come in it are Blu-rays, and uh, they have like a special two-hour featurette that I still haven't seen because I still haven't purchased the big oh, big man. tub. I know. I don't know what I'm waiting for. I, I, I'm terrible, first of all, of, of buying myself gifts, mm-hmm. especially when it's stuff like this. But that's a lot of money. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I, I'd rather spend it on something else or somebody else than myself. Yeah. And I, I don't put it in on any of my wish lists. Because it's so expensive. I don't want yeah. people spending that much money on yeah. me either. Yeah, so yeah. it's like kind of a, a stupid reason. But <laughs> maybe if I win the lottery someday, I'll buy it. Buy it but I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, it was funny. You're saying, you know, you just stream. Everybody just streams everything on their TV and they're ditching their cable boxes. Mm-hmm. Well, I finally got a remote and everything for the Apple TV. Oh, that's right. Um, remember somebody said go on Amazon. I'm like, oh, duh, Amanda, I should have had a V8. so i got the remote and the apple tv is up and running so that's amazing i love it and on that big tv that you gave me like i don't know when i'm gonna get sick of it but i i love it and the kids they love to play uh mario kart on it it's just it's It's like playing video games on a movie screen it really it's something else but i think that because you it looks like you have a much bigger room to Mm -hmm. have that tv in that it doesn't feel like that tv is the main focal point no it doesn't of the room but i did it does cover up the fireplace but the fireplace we never used anyway it's gonna be summer in a couple of weeks so don't worry about it but so i have i was setting up the apple tv and um (laughs) just last night i was going in and i was like oh fuck i gotta log into uh the hulu app and the uh hbo app and all that stuff <coughs> oh, excuse me sorry i'm not don't die and the old man was like don't we have this stuff like can we watch this on cable we have it i'm like yes but i'm trying to get everybody used to just going to the apple tv so i can oh. yank the cable <laughs> Yeah, that it's not that hard to do. I mean, once you do it, it it's so easy to just get reprogrammed into the next thing. Like yeah. I, I'm now just I'm streaming only, and I use my PlayStation Four for primarily everything. There, mm-hmm. there is a TV option on it. <clears throat> now you got me; it's contagious. Yeah, now my throat's bogging. <laughs> oh, no. Um, the it's like a, it's called PlayStation View, so it's like it's basically TV. You go, mm-hmm. you still get the. The ABC, NBC, all of those. And if you get a, a next package up, you'll get some more of those cable channels. And you can subscribe to specific little sports packages and things. And it's just a subscription. And it's cool because you can just cancel it at mm-hmm. the end of that month and not char- get charged for the next month without any hassle. There's no, like, termination fees or anything like that. So virtually, if if you want to just have your cable for football season, for yes. example, yes. then you just pay the $40 a month or whatever it is to have that particular package and just for those, just months. For those months. And then you could just get rid of it without that's any hassle. That's through the PlayStation? That's through the PlayStation, but I think they have it for, I, I'm sure that there's a TV type of app 
on Apple TV. There has to be. There has to be something that's the equivalent to PlayStation I'll look, View. I'll look to and it. yeah, there I'm sure we're gonna get emails once we post this, but yeah. by then hopefully you'll have found out what it is. <laughs> the other th- um, oh I'm sorry. No, go ahead. The other thing is is can't do you think with that TV, because you owned it, mm-hmm. um I know you can get a digital antenna, right? Yeah, and I think I'm I'm fairly certain that you can plug one of those things into either your HDMI or uh, whatever. The TV that you have mm-hmm. has all the inputs you need. So, yeah. yes, I think that you could just go and get one of those digital antennas. And if you just want the local TV stations, that's something you could do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Because I, I do like the PBS. The old school bunny ears. <laughs> speaking, of P, speaking of PBS, um, they just released a... I don't know how long it's been out, but on Amazon Prime, like I, I do streaming everything. So I flip, yeah, I, I have Amazon Prime too. So flipping from Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, yep. YouTube, and PlayStation View, I have all the entertainment. Yeah, everything I need, that you ever need. ever yeah. ever need. Um, but on Amazon Prime, it, there's a uh, documentary called The Big Pacific. Oh, okay. It's really good. If if you like the animal documentaries and uh-huh. nature documentaries, yes. this one is outstanding. Oh, that would be fun yeah. to watch on the big TV. It, absolutely. And it's it's all uh beautifully shot all around the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just it's one of the coolest documentaries. Just got done watching it. It's only five episodes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um my sister was just telling me one thing I love about technology is being able to like talk to people that are far away you know Mm. that's really why i have facebook like facetiming and stuff like that yeah facetiming and all that stuff but my sister my three sisters and i have been do using the marco polo app to go back and forth um which is like a walkie-talkie but it's it's a video so it's a short little bursts back and forth yeah and that way if you're at work and they want to send you something like they're thinking of something when they're driving home they can send me a message and then when i get off of work i can watch it you know whenever i have time it's not like facetime where you both have to be mm-hmm. available to talk um so i really like it and we have been talk i mean this is I, I would talk to my sisters over the phone every once in a blue moon before but now that we're doing this this marco polo thing we literally talk every day multiple times a day oh, and that's it's cool. made um it's made me just feel so much better because it's yet another type of support group, you know, but it's with mm. my sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, and my older sister was telling me, and I was curious if you've watched this documentary because I've heard a lot about it. It's called Wild Wild Country. Yes. Did you watch it? Yes, most of it. I uh, Okay, so I, I started binging it like right before we went on our vacation to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to download the remainder of it. And and watch it on the plane on right. the, on the tablet or whatever. And I got to tell you, it was really good, and I, I really enjoyed it up until well, I don't know how many episodes are in that season. I don't I don't know, but like five or six. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of started losing interest. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. because it was just a very slow paced um, documentary, but it also covered a lot of stuff over a long a short period of time. So I feel like. They could have probably expedited a lot of the process. Some so of the I basically fizzled out of it, but mm-hmm. it was super interesting. Yeah, and I'm really, I really want to watch it because I know it's about cults, right? It's it's about the uh, Rajneeshis in uh, in Oregon and how they tried to 
take over the this town um, in Oregon, and they basically did. And don't, it was tell a, me, don't tell me. Don't well, it was a clash between the small town farmers and this cult that just brought thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Oh, shit. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's pretty fucked up situation. Um, oh, but it's it's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll watch it and then uh, report back. But my, you were saying. You know, the, the, what is it called? Big Pacific? Big Pacific. I will definitely have to watch that on yeah. the big TV. On the big TV. <laughs> That's funny that you brought up Marco Polo because I, I'm, the wife uses it with her family too. Mm-hmm. And it, it's cool and cute and everything. And I know that if I had somebody like, a buddy or something that I could do it with. I probably would, but I don't really yeah. <laughs> have that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I also, I don't know. It's one of those extra things. I, I, st- I still struggle with Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I don't use it. I mm-hmm. use it to receive messages, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, but I don't use it at all. I have one, but I just, I use it to use the funny filters. Yeah. And I, that's it. And I don't, I don't even go that far. I, I just, I still just text and, and that's pretty well, much it. Text you're and not email. a selfie queen like me. <laughs> you know? Yes, selfie queen. Yes. yes. Speaking of which, did you ever watch the new Queer Eye? No, I saw it pop up on Netflix and it, I heard really good things about it, but I never really got into it in the first place. It's so, so it to me, it's so much better than the original one, um, just because it's more. The people are more our age Mm -hmm. and um, they get into like really actual things, you know, that's going on in the country and everything. It's not super political, um, but the way that they deal with it, like there's this one situation where there's a Make America Great guy and then one of the designers is um, black and turns out they get pulled over by the cops in one of the episodes hmm. and while they're filming while they're filming oh. and the um Camaro or whatever his name is he uh gets upset it starts uh, you know it starts building up these f- feelings with him hmm. um but then they have like a super great talk about it and from like each other's perspective and stuff it was just it was like oh my gosh the America needs to do this right so it you know it's just little sprinkles in there, hmm. but in a way that it's like oh well that's really cool. It's I not, wish that the world could do that. Right, it's not preachy. It's it's more of a hey, a divided America can actually come together and have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And uh, at the end of it, and they're all gay, so it's like mm-hmm. so it adds that other level of of the conversation. Yeah, and and at the end of every episode I'm basically crying. Oh so. great. More <laughs> but that's just me. Shows. That's yeah. just me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you cry at like the phone bill commercials, the the old Pacific Bell commercials? No, um not so much anymore. Definitely. Well, I don't think they run Pacific Bell commercials anymore. Right, right, but. right. Um definitely right after I had my kid and a couple years after I had him everything would make me cry yeah it's like my hormones had not balanced out yet <laughs> completely and so yeah it was any type of like huggies commercial or yeah. anything like that where they're trying to get you to have like a little bit of an emotional response to me it's like Bleh! yeah waterworks yeah I uh I I got to admit I got a little choked up in the first episode of Lost in Space, the new reboot that they brought on Netflix. I heard that was good. I heard that was Holy good. Holy shit balls! That is such a good show. Yeah, I was totally impressed, and I I I honestly had no idea what 
anything about this show, you know, mm-hmm. before it, when it aired, however many years ago. Um, and then oh, that, time ago. <laughs> that terrible TV or movie that they made in like 98, 99 with Matt LeBlanc and, oh. and Gary Oldman. I, I thought that was so cheesy and campy yeah. that, you know, I saw it one time and just forgot about it. And then this show comes around and gets sucks you right in, right in the first five minutes. Is, and I just couldn't stop is watching it. Is it a reimagining of it? I feel like it is. Okay. All right. But like I said, I don't know like I don't know the origin. I don't know anything about the TV show or the story that came before this. Mm. All I know is this, the, the, and the terrible movie that I totally forgot. So <laughs> I just knew there was a robot that said Danger Will Robinson yeah. and a family Danger. got lost in space. Yeah. That's it. Um, all the other levels that came with this show was not expecting it. It was like, it was totally real. Mm-hmm. Um, cause basic premise, lost in space, uh, earthlings need to figure out a new way to, uh, they, they need to colonize some other place, another planet because everything is getting bad on earth and the best of the best go out on this thing called the, uh, man, I just got done watching this show. I can't remember what the big <laughs> ship is called, but they all take these big ships out and they, the, uh, each family has their own spaceship and something happens. They get lost in space and they're stranded on a planet that they don't know anything about. Um, and so the, the families are like kind of broken when they go there and they have to like rekindle their relationships while they're trying to figure out how to survive on this planet and then get back up to their mothership. It's excellent. And the, okay. the, the robot is such a big part of the show um, from the first episode that you get emotionally attached not only to the robot, but to the, the relationship between uh, Will Robinson and the robot. Do you think that uh, my kids would like it? Yes. Yeah. I honestly think that it's not too scary. Okay. Although my older, my older boys. Oh yeah. They'll love it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's up there with stranger things. And, really? Oh, oh yeah. Like Netflix is starting uh-huh. to hit them out of the park. Well, to be you honest. know what? Every show or movie that you've ever recommended that I've actually sat down and watched has never disappointed. Oh, good. So, oh, wow. That's, that's, that's awesome. I'm yeah. Flattered. So I definitely will check it out. Oh yeah. It's only 10 episodes. So it's, it's a, it's a weekend binger, mm-hmm. but it's definitely worth it. I, I would recommend trying to space it out. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? Yo! Space it out oh, and uh, try to watch, you know, try to savor it because I am in, I am in withdrawals right now from, uh, I just watched it, you know, this last weekend. That's so. what I did, but I am still to this day not caught up with Shameless because I got to like, seri- mm. I got to season four and I was like, I don't want this to be over. Yeah. But now there's <laughs> been four more seasons, so I need to catch up with that. But that kind of brings me to something that I have felt a lot of. Uh, quote unquote mom guilt over. Okay. When I just sit down and veg out, right? Because if I'm feeling as though I'm failing in any other area and then I'm having this day where I'm not being productive, then all I can think about is everything else that I should be doing. Hmm. Oh, we were going to do that. <laughs> no, keep going. Okay. Um, so I was talking to my, my, uh, I was going to say therapist, my trainer, Molly, and we were talking about there's this theory called the spoon theory, and it's used normally for people that have chronic illness and like how to live with chronic illness. Mm -hmm. But you could use it for like mental illness, too. Um, And it's basically when you complete a task during the day, like let's just say uh, 
taking a shower. For me, I, that can sometimes be difficult if I'm not feeling good. I will neglect my personal hygiene, sure, um, which is totally embarrassing, but it is just one of those things. And then that kind of tumbles into you feeling bad about yourself, and then it's just this like fucked up spiral of mm-hmm. self hatred, I guess, self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. So we were talking, what I was talking to her about last Friday, I think when I was working out with her, is that, you know, I need to make myself a star chart. So that's, you know, like a like an achievement chart, um, like you would do with a kid. So have the things that, you know, I took a shower today. I brushed my teeth today. I walked my dogs today. I ate a meal today because that's like food's a big thing for me, like all all those things so that I can physically see visually that I'm not failing at life. Hmm. And that way I'm not so because I uh, tend to be very, very hard on myself. And then when then I just want to curl up and die, mm. you know, um, <coughs> sorry. Uh but and I'm sure there are plenty of days that I'm not failing at life, but because I can't actually visually see it, I don't know that. You know, I that makes it's sense. just a, it's just this like kind of convoluted feeling that I feel, but who knows if it's actually justified or not. Um, because I'm not keeping track of, hey, you know what, you did get this done today. You did get this done today. Mm-hmm. And I've been I Bought myself a little planner, day planner, like the old school paper planner. It says rainbow is your hair. Yes. And it says um, your name on it. Yeah. And it's, it's got, got a sticker. It's got a rainbow bright sticker because I love rainbow bright. But it, le- it allows me to do my monthly planning. But then it also has this thing where I can do daily, like everything that I need mm. to do. So and then when I get it done, I just mark it off and oh, this is done. Very colorful. Yes. It's all rainbow bright themed. I, I like that because... If you're a visual person, that that works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but from my perspective, it looks like, man, I got to do all this extra work just to make sure I'm doing all this work. But that's me, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I think that's because I mentally visualize lists and things. But like, if you were to look at my desk, for example, mm-hmm. it's just chaos. There's right. just shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's just because my mind works that way because I know where everything is amongst the chaos. Um, but for you to visualize that and then, yeah. and then to be able to say not only visualizing the progress, but sitting down and making it, making the charts and mm-hmm. making it and, and consciously thinking about, okay, this is, this is my goal. This is what I'm going to do today. Actually putting in that work onto paper almost holds yourself accountable to make sure that that gets done. Yeah. Right? Yes. And physically writing the thing down mm-hmm. makes it, it helps me sort my brain out a little bit mm-hmm. and helps me remember, like, I need to send this email or I need to do whatever. I need to check in on this or whatever it is that I need to do. I need to pick the kids up early today. You know, just all those things. Physically writing it down mm-hmm. reminds me. To do that. But the other thing that I'm also trying to remember, because it's just as important as being productive, is also having a day of rest. For So for me, that's a Saturday. So mm-hmm. the, like I'm not going to beat myself up if I sleep in, if I don't get out of my pajamas. Like that's okay on those days. It doesn't mean I have to just lounge around and be a, a vegetable, but I don't have to 
worry about really anything else. It's that's my day of rest. And then Sunday for all of us, you know, around here is usually a work day. We got to get ready. Sometimes we got to write things up. We got to do all, you know, that stuff. So Sunday is a day not only for me to get ready for the work week, but also to get ready for the week around the house. Yeah. You know, I do the same thing. I I do want to get to the point where I'm doing meal prep on Sundays. I'm not there yet because Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be very aware of overwhelming myself. I'm trying to incorporate little things at a time. And then as those things become habits, then I can add in another thing, you know, and then make that a habit. And, you know, maybe eventually I won't have anything to add and I'll just be maintaining. Yeah. Um, That's very, that's very cool. That's very exciting, actually. I mean, I'm excited for you because it seems like I could sense, I could sense that you being in control of like things that are going on. Like I can sense just kind of this weight has been lifted. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because I don't feel like a whirling dervish, you know, anymore. (laughs) But also the other thing is I talked, so I made it to a hundred days sober. And because of that, I was feeling a lot better. So I talked to my psychiatrist. I'm sorry. Okay. Take a drink. Yeah. I talked to my psychiatrist. We're not, we're not in a rush. This is what's cool about podcasts is that you can just kind of chill out, hang out, let us drink water, okay? We can hydrate. We don't get commercial breaks when we do podcasts. Um, You better. Yeah, better. So uh, I made it to 100 days sober, and I've been feeling so much better mentally. And I'm like, well, maybe I don't need to be on this medication anymore. Um, So about two weeks ago, I met with my psychiatrist. And I told her that, and she's like, well, whoa, 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 whoa. I want to keep you on a maintenance dose because you have had so many bouts of depression in the past historically that the likelihood of you going off medication and having another one is a very great high high percentage that that will happen. So she said I could knock my dosage down in half and see how I feel, and I can honestly tell you these last two weeks – I've felt so much better. I haven't, like I told you before, I don't know if we caught it on the recording, but uh, I haven't been taking naps. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was such a big thing because I felt so tired all the time. And I don't feel that anymore. I mean, I've kind of been under the weather a little bit the last couple of days, but still I'm not feeling like death has, you know, warmed over me mm-hmm. and I am a slug all the time. Um, so I'm feeling so much better so much so that I was thinking about it um, a couple of days ago, and I and uh, I don't know if I'm going to go back to drinking um, because I feel so good right now. I don't want to do anything to fuck it up. Yeah, like I don't want to change anything. But I'm okay. I'll drink on my birthday probably. I'll drink probably on like Christmas because I like to do the eggnog and gift wrapping thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I make it to like a beach vacation, you know, okay. Those particular instances, but I don't think I'm going to go back to uh, it had drinking with a meal and all that yeah. stuff. Having I, wine every night, that yeah. kind of thing. No, 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 I'm not, I'm, I don't think I'm going to because I don't want to fuck up how good I'm feeling now, mm-hmm. you know? Well, imagine how good you feel just now, just after 100, 100 days, how, mm-hmm. how good you're going to feel at 200 yeah. and then 300. And yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm with you on that, that, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to imagine myself drinking like I was before makes me sick. Just, 
just Me I can't too. I can't stand the idea of of being that way ever again. And I think that that feeling has been kind of overwhelming me more recently because I'm almost to that year mark. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I am saying, yeah, I'm going to have some drinks, but I honestly don't think I'm going to have like drinks to six to excess, you know? And I think that I'm going to find out that it just doesn't make me feel the way I, I used to feel anymore because quite honestly, I think about the idea of taking a drink of beer and it kind of makes me sick, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. and it's not because, oh, alcohol, ew, icky, just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I want to be, I'm not going to be an AA Nazi about it, but I just don't know if it's going to react the same way to my body as it used to. And I don't know if it's going to be worth it. Well, and then thinking about, you know, drinking that beer or whatever, to me, it's like, oh, I don't want to be that person ever again. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to turn into that person again. But I think there's a difference when when you make it to your year or whatever, celebrate that. That's a fucking co- accomplishment. That's a huge accomplishment. And that's what I think for me, I'm going to use drinking as a celebratory thing mm-hmm. and just have it that exclusively. And I can know? respect that. And I think I think that's a respectable behavior when it comes to alcohol. And then, you know, we're only saying that because we have a drink that we've had problems with it Mm -hmm. and that's our journey but you know i think a lot of people can relate to letting it go a little too far and not knowing exactly where that line is and unfortunately we've we've met our line yeah and we can look back and say yeah we don't want to be that way anymore yeah yeah and i think that's the difference between having consuming it responsibly and just having it and i think if i'm to if I'm lenient with myself, yeah, I, I could veer that way again, and the thought of that just scares the shit out of me, me too. You know, me too. So. I I, sh- I share that fear for sure. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, because it's it was so easy to be done then, but yeah. I think that it was such a different environment. I think I've created a, an environment for myself now, but also with the help of everybody else, mm-hmm. not only just here at the show, but at home and, Mm -hmm. you know, through family and friends that it's not a really, it's not a priority anymore. It's not a, it's not a reason to get together. It's not a reason to, to be, it's not, it doesn't, there's no room for it in my life every single day anymore. Right. You know, and that, I think that's what, what drives that fear is that if I even think about that's, I think that's why those dreams that we have when we're drinking and and you take that drink and you wake up like, what the the fuck was I thinking? You get, you get mad at yourself Yes, because you don't intentionally want to feel drunk anymore. You no. know, it's yeah. like you, you, you intentionally have made that decision in your mind, in your waking life uh-huh. that you don't want to feel that way. So when you do it in your dream life, it's like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. You <laughs> Why did it this you do that? far. And then you disappoint yourself. And exactly. that's like the worst feeling. And you didn't ever. drink at all. Yeah. It was just a stupid, stupid dream. dream. Yeah, but. but sometimes it's so real. You don't know that it's a dream yeah. until you wake up. And the the medication thing, uh, you're you're now on a uh, not a balanced dose. What's it a called? Ma- maintenance a maintenance dose. dose. So and, it's basically half of what I yeah. was doing. So what you're experiencing is clarity. You know, yeah. Not not having that that cloud of of medication. I think there there there's a really good use for for psych medication, mm-hmm. and I think that for a lot of people, it could save their lives. Um, uh, it did save mine, I think. But I don't think we should depend on them, you know? And right. I, and I think once we get to that point, hopefully it doesn't take too long mm-hmm. to get to the point where you can start weaning off 
like you are and you can you can visibly see the differences okay this is helping me stay in the state of mind but i don't need it as much and that that feeling i think if if i don't know if you're feeling that now but just it's like i'm taking control back of myself and i don't mm-hmm. i don't need to rely on anything else to make me happy anymore yeah yeah it's just it's like i can't tell you it's night it's night and day these last two weeks have been night and fucking day for me i feel so much better um about everything you know and and not feeling like a a fucking slug because i i mean i felt like i was there was a second there for a while i was like do i have like chronic fatigue syndrome or something which is a thing it totally is a thing would be debilitating if it was you know actually what it is but yeah sometimes because i'm like i'm okay i'm not drinking anymore i'm eating pretty healthy i'm kind of i kind of veer towards like a vegetarian diet now i mean i have turkey burgers and stuff every once in a while but i'm more like a like a veggie kind of for the most part um and i was like okay so i'm not eating junk food all the time i'm eating better i'm not drinking i i mean i don't exercise a ton but i exercise at least two times a week for an hour which is more than most people yeah and i'm like what the what the fuck like why do i feel this way and then i've been trying to i have now an alarm on my phone that tells me to go to bed oh that's good Uh, um so so i've been more diligent about my sleep routine and i'm like why am i so fucking tired tell you what i talked to my doctor she said go ahead and half the dose and i feel so much better sleeping better and everything too. sleeping better not feeling tired during the day i feel more clear i feel like i and i'm not saying i'm not saying that uh medication is bad or whatever because i'm still on it it's just i think there's something to be said of finding your right dosage and your right balance Mm -hmm. and i feel like i'm at that right balance right now and not not just the balance but the state of mind that Mm -hmm. you're in because that changes too once you once you become more aware and you and you become a little bit more healthy in your journey then it's easier to to take away the medication that's been kind of helping you it's almost like a life raft that's kind of been helping you along yeah. and then you don't need the life raft as as much yeah. as you get further down the river and then you know but as soon as you hopefully down the road you won't even need it yeah you know yeah and that's my that's goal, goal. Is, that is my goal is to get there um uh, and I don't know when that will be, but I'm not really worried about it either. Yeah. You're just enjoying <laughs> it in the moment. Yep, exactly. Good. Um, let's get back to the, the Facebook group. Sorry, I, know... I totally sideswiped well, that whole no, thing. No, before, before we get, get past all of that, um, another thing that's been feeling better for you is the fact that you've been purging a lot, right? Yes. Yeah. So So you're 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 vomiting out of your butt? Is that what you're doing? No. Oh, okay. Um, a, a while ago... Around the around when I first stopped drinking, another thing that I did is I started um, going through and like organizing my drawers and getting rid of clothes and stuff and all that. Well, now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, you know, it's been three months. I probably could reassess everything. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just going through my house and getting rid of all that clutter because I definitely feel like clutter. If you're cluttering your your outside, it clutters your inside. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I've been super diligent about, so I had to get, I had a leased vehicle that was quite expensive for me, and I needed a, a 
vehicle that was less expensive and better on gas. Was that process difficult to to go from one vehicle to the other from a lease? It depends on how long your lease is and how much you have left to go. Got it. Um, Because I waited almost to the end of my lease, Mm. and then it wasn't that that big of a deal. Otherwise, it's kind of a pain in the ass uh, from my understanding. But so I needed a less expensive car and more gas efficient car because all the running around with the kids I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't go anywhere, but I, it's like I drive around in circles all day, you know, yeah, totally. Taekwondo school here, home. Like I'm just constantly driving around in circles. Um, and so I got a, a much smaller car. It's like a little mini car. Uh, well, it's not a mini, but it's miniature compared to your last car. It's yeah. smaller. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I've noticed I, I'm being so diligent about keeping that car clean, like inside. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, because before I was like, ah, oh, I got kids. I ain't gonna just yeah, fuck you're, it li- up. you're living in your car when you got kids. Yeah. But every day I'm like, get your garbage out, get your this out, you good. know? And it's just my, and that may, just that makes mm-hmm. me feel better because mm-hmm. how much time we spend in our vehicles, you know, if it's cluttered and shitty all the time. It, it just makes you feel like you're surrounded by clutter and shit. Especially when you go home and your home is cluttered and shitty. Yeah. And then you go out to your vessel. You, you're just bringing home out with you. Mm-hmm. Then absolutely. That, that makes a whole world of a difference. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, and I know I deal with this a lot. Sometimes it can feel overwhelming. So I'm just trying to be like, you know what? If I do one thing, just mm-hmm. one thing today... I think to-do lists for me, my trainer and I were talking about this, to-do lists can be counterintuitive because when you look at that list, you're like, fuck, I got a lot of shit to do. Yeah. But so I just try and focus that. I write on my in my planner, I w- write like one thing that I need to do. And then if I get that one thing done, I can check it off and I can add a new thing the next day. If I don't get that thing done for whatever reason – you start having a cold for no fucking reason at all, then then you can just move it to the next day, mm-hmm. you know, and and you're not looking at this big overwhelming list. And sometimes housework can be like that because it's like, fuck, I got to do the dishes and I got to clean the bathroom, and laundry and this and that. And then and, and you're like, oh, or I could just watch this show, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so much easier. <laughs> yeah. So I just I just am trying to focus on one item at a time so I don't overwhelm myself because if I get overwhelmed I'll crawl under the rock just shut down yeah yeah <laughs> yep because it's easy uh-huh yeah well I'm proud of you it's it's definitely evident that it, yeah. everything's are working and so I'm proud of you it's really cool to see thank you yes it's taken a long time I feel like and but we're here we're here and we're we're, queer. we're get get, used to get it fucking used to it <laughs> Uh, the Facebook group has been just taking off. We we were talking about it before we started recording this, and I I didn't really get it at first, but now I'm getting it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on board. I'm I'm getting why people are joining. I'm getting why people are connecting with each other. It's because we all are like minded, and we just want just to be happy every once in a while, you mm-hmm. know. And I, I, the, nothing says happiness than people supporting each other and loving one another and that's all i'm seeing across this thing yeah Um, it makes me so happy to see people like becoming friends and supporting each other because we just we need that we need somebody in our corner just to say hey buddy that sucks that you're fucking going through that and uh i'm here for you and good job for 
fighting another day. Yeah. You know? I think it's e- I think it's easy to get caught up in your own world and lose track of, of friends throughout life and, and not necessarily have that routine like Amanda has with her with her sisters, with Marco Polo to kind of keep your support group intact. But, you know, this type of group is is there for you. And I, I found myself just kind of reading through some of the things and what people are going through and, and the support that, that follows. And it just, it warms the cockles of my heart. <laughs> and it really does. I'm not, I'm not, I am being kind of joking, but at the same yeah. time, it, it does make me feel better. And it's like, wow, it, I, I, I'm feeling the love and, and I love it. Yeah. I, I love in the love. Um, we got some fun stuff that happens on there every once in a while too. Like uh, I'm going to read a, a message about someone's recent vacation to Hawaii and how salacious it turned out. And, oh, and they were thinking of us. And I just thought it was amazing. But first I wanted to go to Caroline's post um, because she posted one of these things that never have I ever memes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never played this, so I thought it would be fun for us to to play it on the prod on the broadcast. Just just to kill some time and have All some right, fun. And have some fun. Uh, so let's start. There's 20 of these. I'll, oh yeah, I'll okay. go through 20. So it's not too yeah. many. Um, so it's real talk. Never have I ever. Never have I ever had sex in a public place. No, I have. Yeah, me too. I have done that. Never have I ever had sex under the stars. Yo, I have. Was that out? So, I mean, public, was it, was it in a public place? In a parking lot. So it was a public place under the stars. So yes. you, you could you just lump those two together. Yeah. Yeah, I think under the stars, I don't really remember where that was. But I know it was in dark. I do remember. Mm-hmm. Um, never have I ever watched porn. That one's easy. I have had sex, actually. Now that I think of... I have had sex like my friend, my friend and I, we that we were fucking at the time. We just like took, we were at a beach house with a bunch of other pe- derby girls mm-hmm. in San Diego, and we weren't staying at the beach house. We had a hotel, um, but we were partying there. So we just walked off into the field and oh, that's cool. Walked in the field, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and then rejoined the group like nothing yeah, ever happened. Exactly, that's we fantastic. were just like we're yeah. gonna go on a walk. Right on. Uh, never have ever watched porn. That one's stupid. Yeah, it is um, dumb. Never have ever had sex with someone 10 years older than me. I do that every time I have sex. <laughs> you have an old man. Yeah. He's built in. Uh, yes, I've had sex with someone 10 years older than me. Wait, I, more than that? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, when I first, uh, you know, when I hit 18 and was out on my own, had my own studio apartment, I the ground running and I just went straight for the cougars. Yeah? Yeah, like 40, I was 18 and there was a 45 year old. Fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. You go. Oh, yeah. I, I knew I wanted somebody to show me what how it was done and I knew that the cougars were the way to go. So You go. That's a good, great idea. I'll tell my sons. Seriously. <laughs> and they'll take care of you. They won't break your heart and they're, they'll be honest. You know, I, I, have, I have nothing but good things to say about my experiences with the older I am really going to uh, remember that when the when the boys get older i mean i don't think any of the older boys are having sex yet but when, when they I, do when they're adults i can have the conversation when that time comes mm-hmm. uh never have i ever been with a girl Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> have you been with a girl i'm married to one Ooh. well i've been with a yeah, girl that one's easy never Ooh. ever had sex with someone uh whose name i can't remember yeah um yeah 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 i mean i know what their occupation was i know he looked like a short richard gear even though i think richard gear is short (laughs) he's he's the pilot richard gear that wanted to be fucked in the ass come to think of it it was richard gear 
Richard Gere. <laughs> yeah, so I have no idea what that guy's name is, but I know what I describe him as. Mm. All right. Yep. Uh, yeah, I have drunken romps, you know, those oh, yeah. just take take girl home and don't remember her name. <laughs> uh, never have ever had a threesome. Oh, of course, I've had a threesome. Have you had a threesome? I, I have had a non-penetration threesome foursome actually so you've been with multiple partners no so like that's like so this is what happened uh i was at a party and found myself in the bedroom with making out with a dude and then this other couple came in and they were making out on the bed together and then i started making out with a chick whoa and eating her out but uh and i was fingering the chick too but there was no and like the dude that i was making out with was fingering me and i don't know she was like sucking the dude off Mm -hmm. so but like there was no the only people that co-mingled were me and the girl okay and all there was was like kissing and fingering okay you know what i'm saying so it wasn't like nobody was fucking each other it was a soft swap for four-way Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got and it. it was amazing. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a never... soft swap. I like that. That was like a technical a... thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Okay. There's a soft swap and there's a full swap. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know what a full swap right, is. Right. A soft swap is just, you know, kissing, fingering, blowjobs, oral, that kind of stuff. I like that. Um, never have ever. I, yeah, my wife and I have threesomes all the time. Uh, never have ever recorded myself and a partner having sex. We did uh, that in a threesome situation. Yes. Yeah, I did that recently. <laughs> it's all online somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, never have ever been to strip club. Yeah, that's easy. Uh, yeah. I hate strip clubs. They're so pointless and dumb. They really are. They're so dumb. I, I mean, when you're... 18 to 21 and it's like first time going out and stuff fine but they're just so dumb well i think everybody should see a strip club at least once just so they can experience how terrible they are because you know quite honestly they're just there to get your money and Mm -hmm. you don't get any payoff as they'll grind on you but nothing happens (laughs) uh never i've ever been to a sex show i want to go to one but i haven't been to one have I been to a sex show? No, 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 no. But I would totally go to one. Totally. There's uh, the AVN Awards at the Adult yes. Vita. I want to do that in Vegas. That oh, would be fun. what time of year is that? It's in February every year. Oh, like kind of uh, to go around like a Valentine's day Um, No, I don't think it has anything to do with Valentine's oh. Day. I think it's usually like the end of February usually every year. I'm not quite sure, but. It always Sweet. it always lands on time that we're working, so it, it just hasn't worked out. Well, you should go out. next year. Maybe our vacation in February. Will... Maybe. I'll have to double-check those dates. But <laughs> the, most of these sex shows are, like, overseas. I don't ever oh. see any of these sex shows. You could go to Mexico. Shows. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> see a donkey show. Woo-woo. But the AVN Awards, I have heard stories about, like, being in the hotels and just seeing people fucking. Oh, in, that's fantastic. In the, like, lobby areas Perfect. and stuff. Perfect. That's so awesome. I, I think you should do that. I think I'm going to. Uh, never have I ever regretted having sex with someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we've all regretted <laughs> it. You know? uh, never have I ever had sex while I was drunk or high. Jeez, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. What is this? Amateur hour? <laughs> it it kind of is. Who are you talking to? Where's the juice? Of course we have. Uh, never have I ever masturbated in, le- in the last week. Um, uh, I haven't. I haven't, in the, yeah, I haven't either. So the and the one shitty thing about my uh, 
my medication is it did change my libido completely. Oh, like man. I have no libido. That I sucks. even tried to. So it'll come back. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Um, my body's still adjusting to weaning off, you know. But I, uh, I tried to use my magic wand like a month ago, and even that thing couldn't make me come. And that or, thing is usually does the magic. Yeah. Right? Or, or I think what maybe had happened, or I, I don't know that this really happens with guys. Maybe it does, but where you come and it's just like you don't feel like you ever reach the peak. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it's yeah. just like this. Just a yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you you hit the hit the detonator button and all and you just see a little confetti go. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the worst. Uh, never have I ever had sex. Oh, never have I ever fooled around with a really close friend. Uh, yeah, I have. yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it it didn't go far. I think it was like a high school friend that was uh-huh. like a. a girl friend that was a friend and Mm -hmm. it was just after we graduated and it was like oh little summer fling Mm -hmm. thing and we 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 messed around and it was just too weird because we're just too close of friends yeah yeah we 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 kind of cut it off right in the middle there we didn't even get all the way so we fooled around though yeah i don't think i've ever like totally full-on fucked a a good friend but definitely messed around for sure i was a slut yeah. Never have I ever had sex in front of other people. Yes, done that. Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. Never have I ever performed a striptease. Never have done that. I have. <laughs> I, I did it for somebody's birthday, like at a party. Or like one of my girlfriends at the time wanted me to strip for her actual girlfriend. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, never have I ever answered a booty call. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Never have I ever eaten food off of somebody's body. Yeah, done the whipped cream thing. So That's dumb. stupid. But, but, yes, I have done yeah. that. Never have I ever had a one-night stand. Oh, God. Yeah. That's all I had. That was like my 20s. My garage was filled with one-night stands. <laughs> uh, never have I ever had sex in the bathroom of a bar. I have made out in the bathroom of a bar. That's pretty good. But yeah. I have never fucked in the bathroom I, of a bar. Yeah, I'd question the uh, hygiene levels of the person you're with. But, I mean, I if in a pinch, I would do it. So you've never done it? No, but I would do it. Oh. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Oh, I got to read this, just because we got to get the good vibes out there. This okay. is from uh, Aubrey. She she posted this just today um, while we're recording this. You don't know what day that is, but, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, we got to put this out there because she says, hey, fellow prodheads, just putting this out there that I could use some positive vibes and maybe even a miracle to help make sure my family has food for the next week and I have gas to get to work next week. Not asking for handouts, just asking for prayers, meditations, positive thoughts, that things my boyfriend and I have set up for finances come through. I don't want things for free. I just believe in the power of collective positive thought Mm -hmm. and figure if we put enough positive thought out there, not just for myself, but for all of the prod heads in need, spectacular things might start to happen. Happy uh, Thursday to all and blessings to all of you. Yeah, I believe, so it sounds like she just, she set stuff up and she wants it to happen. It's gonna fucking happen. Yeah, you're gonna, put it in the universe. Everything's gonna work out just fine. Mm -hmm. You will be just fine. You will have food. You'll be able to get to work. One way or another, it will all work out. Um, I posted a little thing on the podcast uh, Facebook group just to kind of elicit some thoughts. And, you know, I, I figured this would be fun because 
not not all the time are we kind of searching for things to talk about, but mm-hmm. this is a way for us to connect with the with the audience and allow the audience to kind of pick and choose where we go with certain conversations because you know up until now what 24 episodes 25 episodes mm-hmm. of this thing we haven't uh really been able to directly communicate with the audience very uh occasionally through the emails and stuff but this with the facebook uh the facebook group that we have for the rad podcast it allows us to just do it almost instantaneously through our personal accounts. But now I'm, I'm just going to kind of throw these types of questions out there to, to see what you think or what you feel. Um, and just kind of generally ask for reactions. Okay. Um, hopefully this will work out and hopefully that explanation just didn't bore you to tears because it did to me. I almost fell asleep <laughs> when you were saying talking it. about it. Yeah. I was just dozing <laughs> off in my head. So I said this morning, hello, prodheads. I need your help for the next episode of the podcast. That would be this episode. This, this, this one very right now. one we're talking on. Uh, if you can know the absolute and total truth to one question, what question would you ask? God. Have you thought about it. this? I did. I thought because I saw you post it earlier and I've been thinking about it all day. So I don't know if I would want to know like a question about me. I guess the question, I don't know if it would be about me or like uh, existence or if I would be like, who fucking shot JFK? Oh, that's a good one. Who killed John Benet Ramsey? Ooh, that's another good one. You know, yeah. Yeah. The, the brother did it. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> oh, right. right, right. Um, Allegedly. But, so I don't know which way I would go. Do I want to know the answer to these unsolved mysteries? Bum, bum. And- <laughs> or do I want to know uh, that everything's going to be okay when I come back in another life? Or, yeah. You know, like like that kind of the thing. Big ethereal questions yeah. Yeah, that we'll never know until we die. Yeah. Um, one listener, I think, was kind of channeling you in some of your thoughts um, because she says, uh, this is from Jessica, she says, how can I be there for other people in their time of need and yet still be okay with fulfilling my own happiness and not feeling guilty about it. Oh, girl. Boom. Yeah. That's like that's like right on par with what you were saying earlier mm-hmm. about, you know, feeling guilty about having your own time and being your own person while mm-hmm. maintaining the momhood and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. It's like you got a million, you're juggling all the plates in the sky or whatever the fuck that saying is. Yeah, you just got to, you have to... uh you know, put yourself as a priority sometimes in order to make your, make sure that you're doing all the things for yourself while fulfilling the needs of others, right? Wait, yeah, and which I ha- so I had to do that last weekend because you know with my thing where I'm saying okay, Saturdays in my day that I can just do me. I don't have to worry about somebody else. I got a last minute text. Hey, you got anything going on from somebody that I don't hear from totally often? You know, I see him on Facebook and um and we hang out here and there. And I felt that pang like, oh, I should go hang out with them. But I ended up just responding and then saying, today is my day to sit in my chonies at my house. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm going to do that. Yeah, you got to you make, make yourself a priority sometimes. But even just saying that, like, I'm going to sit in my underwear, sorry. Uh, it felt bad because mm-hmm. I don't want the person to feel like, Oh, I so don't care about you so much so that I would rather hang out in my chonies than hang out with you. Mm -hmm. But it's not about that, you know. And if they're your real friends, they will know, like, you 
you have to prioritize. My sister and I, my sisters and I have been talking about this a lot too. You have to prioritize your self care. Mm -hmm. And part of self care is resting and it's okay to say no. And I think we are just programmed not to do that. You're not alone, Jessica. We all go through that stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the answer to the question, if you can, if you know the absolute and total truth to one question, what question would you ask? Doug's uh, response was a difficult question for me. Just pick any of the government secrets over the last 50 years. Kind of like what a man was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, referencing what happened with the JFK assassination. Do aliens really exist? A lot of alien responses on there. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Why are people that call to rad radio such mouth breathers? Oh, I don't know. First time caller, long time listener. <sighs> What's with the chemtrails? <laughs> Can we really manipulate the weather with radio waves? Uh, that's just a few to top of his head. I, I'm always fascinated with the with chemtrails and manipulating the weather. Mm-hmm. I, I, I we could do a whole sh- whole podcast episode on this because I I think that we can. I think the government is. I think that it's, it's all connected. I think that it all has to do with population control and mind control and. If you, if you if you think about the weather and how it 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 uh, basically rules our lives, they can they can fabricate storms. They can push us into directions that we need to go. I'm saying it. Okay, it's real. You you can believe in everybody has their own beliefs, but it sounds like are you a climate change denier? No, I'm not a climate change denier. I okay. believe that what's happening with the planet is was going to happen anyway. And if we are, if you know humans. We're we're increasing it. We're uh, I think making humans, it happen at a more yeah. habit rate, rapid oh, yeah. rate. Absolutely, I think that humans are making it worse. But I think that what's happening to the planet was going to happen anyways. It's just sped up a little bit because we're such awful beings. When it, if you like really look at it, if you look at the uh, the the microcosm, if you if you zoom out and you look at us under a microscope. We're basically just bugs on this planet, and mm-hmm. and the planet will just flick us right off if we don't, if it doesn't agree with us anymore. But I think we're infecting it, and that's just my belief. We are. We are like a cancer on the earth, and, and we are definitely expediting it, uh, that whole shit. Yep. And Christy uh, says, going off of Doug, are aliens just a more evolved human being? Because that's what I think. That's that's, kind of what I think. I think so, too. I think the aliens are already here, and I think that they're already in cahoots with the people that are in the the smoking rooms, the Illuminati. I think that they're all working together. Um, I I honestly think that the aliens are controlling the Illuminati and those those smoking room people. No, because like there has to be one power that's greater than the other. And I'm, I'm telling you, there's something much worse than nuclear weapons that that's gonna that's gonna ultimately demolish us that's 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 that has that higher power above us uh, i okay i can get down with that but i don't believe in the fucking low illuminati Are oh you it's me? there you know it's there i the, the top one percent of the top one percent of the top one percent of the right, country Bernie. and they down. and they're in a room figuring out how they could just keep collecting all these masses of money while they keep us under their thumbs and slaving away for their riches. Well, I do believe in the 1%. I just don't know about the Illuminati. But oh, I mean, I have, to, I have to read. I have to educate myself about it. But I do agree <laughs> that uh, aliens are possibly just a more evolved uh, version of the human species. But I don't think they fucking want anything to do with this piece yeah. of shirt. Piece, piece of, of shirt. shirt. Are we watching The Good Place? <laughs> I do love The Good Place. Holy shirt. <laughs> 
<laughs> this piece of shirt. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Kelsey says, I would love to know all the truth surrounding aliens and the information stored in Area 51. Me fucking too. Um, but yeah, I think that the aliens are already among us and they don't give a shit. And I, I honestly don't think that we're worthy enough to communicate or be around the aliens because we're so inferior compared to them. In my mm-hmm. opinion, I, I think that whatever aliens are here, they got here from some super amazing technology and they've got something figured out on how they can travel here. And they've got some secrets that they're just holding on to because we're not worth it yet. Doo-doo-doo-doo. Yeah. You think that, uh, <laughs> They're just like laughing at us, like, oh, oh, yeah. you, you silly humans. Like uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I think that. <laughs> I love that show. We're like Men in Black. I think we're, our, our galaxy is just in a little marble and the aliens are just playing a game with us. Yeah. Um, Thames says, Are we really here on Earth or is this all just a dream? The Matrix is real. I think that all the uh, fucking time. And goddamn Padawan said that shit to me the other day. I'm like, stop yep. freaking me out, you crazy guy. We're batteries for the robots. This is just a mm-hmm. uh, virtual reality. Speaking of virtual reality, did you ever check out Ready Player One? Not yet. Oh. No. I think you like it, but then sometimes I don't know. Um, I'm on the fence with this one. I'm not. I know that uh, you were saying it's like the the visually it was amazing and the story mm-hmm. was really good mm-hmm. and i think that it's not necessarily one that's worth me going and, and spending half a day at a movie theater okay i, I, I did watch it in 3d though so oh, okay. maybe that's why visually it was so cool yeah I, I think i'm gonna wait for that one to stream it okay um but you know i, I think because of this job that we do we go to the movies so often i i it's almost like fatigued almost. Yeah, just yeah. the actual event of going there and it feels like when I'm done at the movies, it feels like I've just drained three hours of my life that I have to do to, you know, report back on what I've seen. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like I could have been doing something else. Mm-hmm. And I, if I have a choice, I'd rather watch the movie in my house because then I could be doing multiple things at once yeah. and not not be confined to a dark place with a bunch of strangers. Have you noticed on the Amazon Prime how quickly the movies, they're like still kind of playing in the movie theaters and they're mm-hmm. available to rent? Oh, it's going to be quicker. I a hope. great time to be alive. It is, right? I hope that it gets to the point where a movie's released at a movie theater and it's also released on video on demand at the same time. I, 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 would, pay, I would pay 50 bucks a month if I could do that, honestly. Like I, I'm, I think that would be a fair price to be able to see any movie that comes out that month from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, there's definitely some movies that I would do that with, but then there are other movies that I would not do that with. Oh man, I see. It. I'm so conflicted because I don't want technology to take away those experiences. Like growing up, going to the movies was such a big deal, you know. They're trying to make it more of a big deal now that they've converted all of the theater. Virtually all of them have the recliners mm-hmm. and the, the seats. You know, the next step is just to make them all uh, restaurants. I'm going to start crying, dude, because like when I think about that, like the fucking movie theater is going away. It's going to happen. Oh, it will eventually. But I, I think that like everything that's, is like sand falling through my hands. They're making it more of an event now with the IMAX theaters, the 3D, mm-hmm. the, you know, they're still capitalizing on all of the technology and, and having it all be really big and in your face. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the novelty of, of just going out to the movies with the whole family and <laughs> Sunday's <laughs> finest <laughs> is just is long gone. You know, yeah. look at the drive-ins. Drive-in theaters are barely around anymore. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are, they're they're all in shambles, and 
you know, it's not an event to go to anymore. It's just kind of a, I don't know, a hodgepodge of of ghetto. Yeah, well, the thing about it, though, I think with the drive-ins is it's so not a thing anymore that for my kids, I you know, we can do a summer drive-in and it's novelty again, mm-hmm. you know. But it's never going to be what it was in no. like the 50s when people were going all the time. The good old days. Yeah. yeah long just, gone. Oh, man. Uh, Teresa's Slow down. Teresa answers the question uh, if there is a total truth, uh, absolute truth you want to know about. She says, is my son at peace? Did he know how much I loved him? He passed a couple years ago at the age of 23 unexpectedly. Oh, Oh, man. Why why is everybody trying to make me cry today? That makes makes me think about the last moments with my mom when right before she went into get her like last minute surgery. I said, I'm with you. And I just hope that, you know, she, I want to know if she heard me or she, if she responded and said anything back to me. I want to know what that was, mm-hmm. but I'll never know. But you know, that's one of those questions that you can throw out there. Um, Danny on a light note, note, he says, what do women really want? <laughs> and Chris's answer was, we want men to know what we really want. And then Danny says, yeah, yep. I figured. Um, oh yeah. You should just know. Exactly. We should just know. Um. Oh, and Nicole says, "I just want to eat whatever I want and not have the calories count." That's Amen, not a question, sister. though. Well, that's what women want. That was oh. her response to that. Oh, oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. Um, Nicole also says, "Am I making a difference? Will I leave a legacy since I don't have kids to leave behind when I pass?" That's a good question. You can make a difference regardless of whether you have kids or not, right? But she wants to know, like. Aside from from having kids to carry on, you know, her lineage, what else can she do? What else is she going to do to leave that legacy behind? Well, that Something in your community? You. Exactly. You can make the difference the more yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> Chris wants to know what happens when we die. I want to know, too. Yeah, uh, me, too. Uh, it is a big thing that I, I have a lot of anxiety about. Yep. Who killed Biggie? Tyler asks. Uh, did Paul McCartney die and get replaced in the 60s? <laughs> no what like by a robot or by somebody you else don't know and... about the whole paul is dead thing no oh, is that a thing yeah that is a big thing and um they even on the front of there was a big conspiracy that he was dead um and that i'm surprised you don't know about this yeah i never heard um, of this before. on the on the uh cover of salt sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club band. Um, oh. And they have like the hand above Paul's head. Right. Um, that's okay. supposed to be some conspiracy about it's some sort of sign for death. And then um, mm. uh, the I Am the Walrus song, you know, um, who is the walrus and all this stuff. There's a like, there's a, it was a huge conspiracy about that. That's interesting. I, I know you, there's all the, the hypothesis about. The is that a word? Hypothesis is hypothesis. There's all these conspiracies about bands and subliminal messaging and all this stuff behind it. I I love the allure of of bands that have that type of power, especially big bands like the Beatles and Mm -hmm. Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. But I had no idea about it. I'm gonna have to go in my time machine and and figure all that stuff out. Yeah, go to the Google cave and tell you all about it. Um, Amber asks, "Do these pants make my butt look big?" Sorry, I couldn't resist. And no, (laughs) they make your ass look fantastic. And finally, Jackson says, if a tree falls in the, you know what? Never mind. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, that was kind of fun. I it mean, there, there's more there. And if you are a, a member of the podcast 
uh, the Rad Podcast group on Facebook. You can go up there and visit the the question. Just look for my name and and the uh, question. If you could know the absolute and total truth to one question, what question would you ask? You can add on to it, or you can just read it, or you could ignore it, just like anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that'll do it for this yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, until next time, Namaste, bitches. Bye. The Rad. Podcast.